All right. We are live with Survivor Calgary, Brains versus Braun versus Belligerence. Recap for our third episode, Emotional Damage. Kendall, how are you doing? I'm good. I wish I had my buff on because I, I had it last week. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm uh, just keeping it, it by great. the computer now. You inspired me last week to uh, to put it on. Amazing. Looks great. How are you, Cole? I'm good. Yeah. What do you think of this app? It was fun. It was good. I mean, I think they're all fun. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was a good it was a good time. I had uh, some good flashbacks to um, to recording Conrad from season two and so, some of the uh, some of the things that uh, that played out in the in the previous season. Some some flashbacks to that. But yeah, it was a good it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Spoilers here, spoiler warning here, stop watching if you care about or haven't watched episode three yet. Um, Conrad, unfortunately, does meet a similar fate that he does in season two, blindsided before the merge, um, this time before the swap. Um, pretty rough fate for him, all things considered. I know I was I was hoping that Conrad would be able to, to push the game a little bit further this time around. He has some good ideas, um, and... Uh, he has kind of this this idea of how the season's going to go. We'll see where that goes later on. But let's start talking about the episode. We'll start like we did last week from the start, where we we follow that that Braun tribe after their tribal council after they vote out Greg, and kind of the reaction to that. Connell being left out of the vote. Uh, what do you have to say about the Braun tribe so far? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that a lot of the players so far on the Braun tribe feel like they could be uh, subs or like understudies for belligerents. Like, there's a, some, a lot of belligerent vibes here. I think that uh, Connell is such an interesting player. Like he's just he's just so chaotic, and um, it it doesn't always seem like uh, there's a lot of a lot of strategy like there's well not that there's not I, I just like can't wrap my head around what the strategy is anyways lots of chaos it was a it was interesting uh interesting to see some of the fractures and um some of the ways that the social dynamics are playing out with like connell's the the leader that yeah, is being, I, uh, yeah. Connell's an interesting interesting person to watch out there because he's almost just as focused as being this like leader personality as he is with being um, like a smart and competent player in the game. Like he wants to be this like over the top persona who's voting people out, blindsiding people and rubbing in their face mm -hmm. um, where like, I think even on this, this last vote, he's talking to Sid and he's like, yeah, I think we've got this boys pact going, but I'll let you know if it's your name coming up. Like, dude, you just got blindsided <laughs> at the last vote and a guy just got voted out. I don't think there's a guy's pack going. Mm -mm, mm -mm, for sure. Yeah. And like even to say and then like in the next breath to say and, you know, I think Chelsea will be the next one. Like like to to acknowledge the like gender dynamics on the team and then be like, by the way, you're uh, who I think is probably your closest ally. I think I think she's the I next think, to I go. Think, yeah, I think she's going probably next. I know yeah. she like let you in on what was going on, but. No, that's fine. Too bad. Whatever. For sure. Um, but it was so great to have that little moment when Sydney like was video, like the little video of Connell with the tree and the fire to get I mean, a bit like, of even, a glimpse. Even stuff like that. And we saw it last week with Greg, where Greg mentioned that one thing to Greg. Uh, we're, we're sorry. Where Greg mentioned that one thing to Shervin on night yeah. one, where he was like, oh, yeah, I don't like your job, whatever. 
that had like a big impact on him getting voted out. Totally. And now you see Connell with the tree and Sid doesn't want to work with him anymore because of that, like these small interpersonal things yeah. um, that have really no impact on the game whatsoever can yeah. kind of, can kind of push you to make these decisions or push you to make these, these alliances to get people. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think on survivor survivor, like I think we see that, um, amplified even more because like people you know if, if Connell was put, putting a giant tree in the fire and that had like actual implications for people's ability to like stay warm and eat food um then you know that would be I think a totally reasonable basis to it is to a little bit lower food. stakes out there in Wipris. you can Absolutely. get fed even if even if the fire isn't perfect one night for or... sure and honestly everyone who goes out there is is great it's really yeah. easy to get along with most of those people so even small things can be like oh I prefer this person over you just because of this one tiny thing that you said to me this one time. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And everyone's pals and they want to, you know, want to be getting exactly. along. But so you also, that also means though, yeah, that you're going to be on high alert for those. And you people. have to vote someone out. So absolutely. Um, sure. Moving on, we can talk mm -hmm. about the brains tribe a little bit. Um, yeah. We see a lot of idol hunting on the brain side, including a successful idol hunt. Second or third, I guess, idol of the game found. Second of these expiring idols found. Mm -hmm. um, and Keegan finds it. And shares it with Katie. What are, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, I think that this might have been the best possible person for Keegan to have been with when he found the idol. Like, if he was going to find it with someone, Katie feels like the right the right person for him to have found it with. I think because, as we see in Keegan's confessional, um, like her kind of leadership role, I think has taken a bit of the focus off of Keegan as the leader. And so I think, um, well, yeah, not to, it's just not to, not to be like, I'm actually here or anything. He didn't actually find it with her. He just shared it with her. He found it on his own and was just like, oh, hey, by the way, I found the idol. I don't think I realized that. I thought that they were like idol hunting together. They were? I, I yeah. had already found it. And told okay. Her. Okay. Well then that, I feel like maybe that's a bit of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe though. Cause again, I think that like, I think that um, Keegan's relationship with Katie is going to be really important. Like for, yeah, for uh, easing some of the, easing some of the focus on him as the like leader of the tribe, which there's, there's so much focus on these captains in this first yes. part of the game for sure. And Keegan, even more so you already saw the Braun tribe talk about him in episode one is like, yeah, Keegan, we need to get him out of the game ASAP, yeah. along with along with Kristen, who is like targeting Katie on this side. Some interesting dynamics there. Mm -hmm. um, the, like you you mentioned, it's weird that Keegan would be like idol hunting when he's already found it. And we see Willow bring that up too, where it's like, I think someone's found this, but we're just gonna keep looking, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's uh, she's uh, got some good intuition, uh, and uh, yeah, and I'm curious to see where that how that takes how that helps her moving forward. Yeah. When you were out there in season two, Kendall, did you see any wildlife like the cows that Keegan and Katie stumbled across? No, I don't. Okay. Well, I think that we saw, I think that there were cows coming down the like big main right, road. Yes. When we were doing like a tribal council, they were just on their way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But not like they weren't uh, nearly as close or like, yeah, as, uh, as involved. Yeah. They weren't nearly as close as they were for, um, yeah, for them, which was cool. Cows yeah. are cool. The other thing I do want to point out before we move on from the Brains Tribe and this idol, um, this idol is very important for one very historical reason, which is Keegan is now the third of three Parker brothers who have played in Survivor Calgary. 
to have found an idol. So all three of us have now found an idol, which is an important stat to remember. Yeah, finally living up to the Parker brother name. We'll see if he's able able to eclipse Jackson and I. I know Mm -hmm. that was a a rough talking point for him at the end of season two. He he had the worst placement of the three of us. Um, So we'll see if he can if he can push past that sixth place um, bar I set earlier. Um, Very high bar, Cole. Thank you. There are fewer players in our season, and I don't think I went to that many travel councils, but that's fine. Um, We'll we'll now talk about the belligerence tribe, this third tribe, who who does eventually end up going to tribal council. They have a little bit of a discussion before the challenge um, about kind of trying to play this middle between brain and brawn. They see themselves kind of as this third party that can hopefully team up with one of these two teams. And Conrad seems to be pushing the idea of wanting to team up with brains. What are your thoughts on this kind of strategy going into a swap or into a merge? Yeah, I mean, I guess they don't know when the swap, like when the swap or the merge is coming. And so uh, I guess it's good to be uh, aware of it. But I think, I don't know, it feels it feels a little early to me. And I think that like, it I mean, uh, we, did, we did see the swap is next up it is but i think like for that like they don't know that it's <laughs> they don't know that it's coming and i think that it is interesting that they would uh like that they would kind of make a choice to team up with brains and like are viewing brawn as the as the as the team to be right as like i think yeah, yeah yeah and i think especially given uh how we saw in the intro of the episode like the chaos that is and the the um yeah the the kind of fracturing that's happening with Braun yeah it just it feels like an interesting choice to say that that's the team to beat definitely um so after that we do see Keegan um kind of talk a little bit about how oh I know this challenge coming up after he gets the tree mail um I do want to quickly shout out that Malone who will be joining us shortly with Conrad also knew what this challenge was, but the footage was unfortunately lost. So we did have two of the teams going into this challenge entirely prepared on what it would look like, what would happen in it, um, with the exception of maybe some twists that we threw in. Hmm. And for one team, worked out really great. They won the whole thing. For the other team, maybe some distractions, some some miscommunications, unfortunately made it so that um, they were unable to win this challenge. Um, for you, how much do you think that this challenge is luck versus skill? It's essentially a game of go fish. Uh, you know, I think that it is a lot of, uh, um, as, uh, a lot of hearing and listening and paying attention. And I think that there's a lot of memory involved. Like to me, I think it's more in less like what, not go fit. What's the other game where you're trying to remember, um, I don't know, but like making pairs and you have like cards that are all down on the but they're all down on the table and you're trying to Crazy remember eights? where they are. I can't know. It's like a whole different anyways. I'm, I will think about it. We'll try and remember, but like, I think that it's more to me, it feels more like about it's a memory game and uh, like an association game. And so I think, um, you know, clearly brains pulled, pulled forward. Well, I, I don't know how much luck has to, do. I don't know. Do you think that there's a lot of luck? Yeah, match. I was wondering if it's match two, which that sounds, sounds that sounds right. Yes, yeah. Um, like it, the, I, I, somewhere in between uh, guess who and go fish, right? <laughs> like yeah. But so okay, so like I don't know, Cole. Do you think that there's? I don't. I don't think. I think that 
it, there's relatively little luck at play here. I think there's certainly some luck, as there is yeah. in every aspect of Survivor, in every aspect of these challenges. I think luck does play a part, but I do think it is maybe more skill-based than a lot of people think on first appearance. I do think it is easy to throw people off their game, which we mm. certainly see on the belligerent side with Bomi kind right. of scream whispering at Malone for this entire challenge. Um, Bomi in general, well, we can talk about the egg here as well, going absolutely ham on the egg, trying to <laughs> eke out every single advantage you can. What are your thoughts so far on what's kind of going on on the edge and how they participated in this challenge? Yeah, I mean, I love that they're integrated into the main challenges and that there's like ways to participate and uh like shape the game uh beyond um beyond you know uh like the 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 like line that divides the border between the edge and the main game is a little bit blurrier i think this season than it has been in the past and i think that that's really cool it makes that social game even more important too where all of a sudden totally. you're not just worried about the jury you're also worried about these people and how they see you and how that might impact with your game with what advantages they send back in how Absolutely. they're going to impact you in these challenges whether whether they're going to go so hard chasing you with a dodgeball, you have to run all the way back. Like there's yeah. a, there's a number of things that can impact it. Um, circling back to the challenge, we did see three players here get iced, and consequently get an idle clue right off the bat. Um, I do want to talk about a little bit about how these players approached this idle clue, but quickly I do want to share two facts with you. Okay. One. Katie was smart enough to realize that the bulge in the box um, meant that there was something different in there compared to everyone else. And also figured out that this meant everyone else who had a bulge in their box and who got iced had the clue. Very mm -hmm. good by her. She was unfortunately not smart enough to realize that the clue that she got was the idol that Keegan had showed her just before this challenge, oh, no. which is unfortunate. Um, I do also want to share with you that um, the area where Kayla was looking, where we see her kind of looking at these shotgun shells and looking at this piece of wood, wondering if it might be an idol, um, is actually the precise location where Malone found the expiring idol in the last okay. episode. So she was so close, but unfortunately just a little bit of mistiming. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. So neither of the idols that Katie or Kayla would be looking for are actually up for grabs. Not up for grabs anymore. Braun cool. Tribe still is. Um, and I do kind of want to talk about how Connell approaches this. We oh talked about God. it already. What are your thoughts on how Connell kind of um, shared this information first with Eric, who's seemingly more and more kind of the center of this Braun tribe, and then with the rest of the tribe as a whole? Um, yeah, my notes just have like my guy in all caps with a bunch of question marks <laughs> for this section. I really... I really don't know that uh, if it were me, that this is how I would go about uh, go about this. I think that, um, like, you know, I'm not sure if Connell is maybe not aware that he can just lie and tell people that he's bringing it to them from the, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why he's choosing to share with people that he has already been looking. And this idea that it's like, 
Uh, but now I'm a team player because yeah. I'm telling you now it's fine. For sure. Like, I don't understand how he's not seeing that that will be read as him not being a team player in, already, right? That he started off not like with the secret that he's now offering up to them. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, he could just, he just, he didn't have to say that. He could just lie. I'm not sure, like, why he didn't, why he didn't do that. But, um, yeah, it feels a little strange. feels a little funny. I think it's a good call for him to like bring other people in to look for it uh, if he's not able I to find it. I don't think bringing the entire tribe in to look for it is maybe the right idea, especially if you're looking at targeting Chelsea. Yeah. Telling her where this idol clue might lead her to the idol is probably not the best idea for your game moving forward. Well, and I wonder, like, did Connell tell Eric that he was going to tell the whole tribe before? Like, was there, because it was then Eric, like. It was. I didn't see any footage of it, but we did lose a number, a, a bit of footage. Uh, I do quickly want to touch on that. Um, in the edge challenge, you might notice that we only included footage for Bomi and Justine hiding the idol and then Neil chasing after it. Unfortunately, the, the footage of Greg doing the same was lost, I think. Um, so was unable to. To put that in, Greg or uh, Bomi was the winner of that challenge um, and did get that advantage that he sent back to Sid as this additional idol clue. This is for a separate idol, um, which I will tell you ahead of time was never found. Um, it was available for a very brief period of time at this coming swap challenge, um, and it was not found in time before it went um, to a different part of the game, which we will see later on. Um, what did you think of the edge challenge? Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, I think that uh, I put in the chat during the premiere of the episode, like I think Neil is doing such an awesome job as not the, what, what's the edge, edge legend? Edge yeah. legend. Yes. I think. Uh, <laughs> yes. Has the, yeah. <laughs> yes. Is doing flow the edge Lord very proud. I think um, has a really, cool. yeah. Has a really good, like, spirit and uh, uh you know just bringing a lot of good vibes to the challenge and like taking it well um yeah i think that uh, i i don't know how anybody would have found the idol that um that no certainly not yeah so uh i think he deserved to win i thought it was funny that he was like um asking if he actually had to give <laughs> the hint to somebody i thought that yeah it's uh, that is that is a player who is thinking ahead and knows what the option is. That is a player who knows what they want out of this game, and that is yeah. for them to get back in, for everyone else to be burned to the ground. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love a good revenge storyline. So Before we move on to talk about the tribe that did lose this challenge, Blagerance, um, and kind of their dynamics going into this vote, I do really want to quickly want to touch on um, this brain tribe again, talking about, oh, hey, there might be this this car alliance, which does come up a little bit later with uh, Willow, Haley, Craig, and Kayla as they all drove up together. We don't really see it form on the belligerence tribe. Kayla, Craig, and Haley are kind of playing together, but not more than like Malone is part of these conversations. Conrad at this point is part of these conversations. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, the social dynamics on this team leading up to the tribal was, su was super interesting. I think that um, I was it was it was really quite fascinating to see how um, how Malone I think really like influenced the conversations that were happening about social dynamics in a way that um, didn't put him in the spotlight as like schemy or. Uh, yeah, bad mouthing other players necessarily. So yeah, it was it was us behind the scenes who's who know he's like lying about who has the idol, and 
um, trying to flip things just so that he can keep the tribe together. It's like very obvious to us this influence yeah. that he's having on the game. But to the players, it's maybe a bit less clear about who's kind of pushing the vote which way or the other. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was really a very, very skillful uh, influence of the of the conversations that were happening leading up to tribal uh, tribal and like really interesting way of uh, it was interesting how like the conversation shifted as we got closer and closer to tribal away from like the car alliance away from um yeah even like the the focus away from kayla really uh towards towards conrad it just it was a really interesting yeah interesting yeah. progression let's bring malone and conrad in here to kind of talk through this vote um malone conrad welcome to the stream uh, Conrad, we'll start with you. How are you feeling after after this episode? Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's never good to to watch yourself get voted out, and it's even less good to watch you know someone who you're in alliance with, you know, plot and throw you under the bus like that. Uh, not only in in turning the tribe on you, but also lying to you, them about having all the idols. Certainly. Uh, until the idols came out, um, I certainly was like, wait, what the heck just happened? Uh, and then I put it back together. So, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, Malone, let's kind of talk about this, this lie here about the idol. Um, I think people, people think about Survivor as this game of lying. Um, but I think you also need to be able to tell good lies. And what's really impressive to me about this lie is you're like, oh, hey, Conrad ran up first. I can A, throw him under the bus for that, and B, set up, a better lie in the future because he's gone. He might've had the idol. We blindsided him. No one's worried about the idol that I have. Yeah. I mean, first of all, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just, there was a few things that kind of led into it. Like uh, you were a very, um, Conrad was a very uh, uh, easy scapegoat um, being the first to run to where we, ended up i don't think i'm assuming the footage we lost um but we did actually all go as a team um belligerence after the challenge to go um see if we could find that idol and we did see the little bit of tape i left from from tearing it out underneath the table um and it was at that point that i whispered to craig like i have it um so that that's where you ended up telling t daddy the only person who knew about your idol that that's that's kind of who had the idol. Yeah. Um, did you tell Craig at any point your plan to like get rid of Conrad so that you could keep your idol more secret? Or was that not a part of the conversation at all? Um, I don't remember. I'm assuming I probably did. I think I tried to not keep any secrets with Craig um, early on in those, those few first couple tribal councils. Um, but there was... It was just kind of like a, I could kind of sense the winds changing anyways. Um, and I don't think everyone was super, um, super in to get vote Kayla off. Um, so um, having, you know, seeing that the will was there and then also having the added benefits of this is going to completely remove the idol from the conversation, hopefully going forward. Um, it just was too easy to, to just throw Conrad completely, entirely, directly under the bus. <laughs> Now, I do one more question for you, Malone, before we kind of move this back to an open forum. Um, and Conrad, I want to hear your input on this as well. Um, in episode one, we did see the formation of, as of now, the only named alliance of the game, the Nicotine Alliance. 
Um, what kind of caused that relationship to fracture, if anything, or did it just kind of be, was it kind of just kind of a, a natural drift or you got closer to other people? I would like to hear this answer because I certainly do not. <laughs> um, it was kind of a couple things, I guess. Um, I really, Craig and I really hit it off immediately. Um, like, uh, I'd say like even before the, the idea of even sending a vote towards Conrad was, I would say Craig was still my number one. Um, but then in between, and it's, it's kind of like we we're talking about earlier with like the, the tree and the, uh, the lawyer comment from Greg, it's just one of those small things um, coming back from voting out Justine in the first tribal um, Haley just like offhandedly just like said like a, a Patty Smith lyric. And I don't know if, if anyone knows this about me, but if there's one thing I'm a bigger fan of than Survivor, it's Patty Smith. Um, I was in her point top 0.01% of listeners on Spotify last year. Enormous Patty Smith fan. Um, and so when she dropped the fact that, that you could say that, that lyric. <laughs> Um, when she dropped that, it was like, oh, we're friends now. <laughs> and so that was kind Maybe of... Those two relationships kind of became more important than that previous relationship that you had kind of created with Conrad. Yeah. Conrad, did you feel like you were getting closer um, than Malone to anyone else on the tribe at this point? I, I definitely had, based off of um, where we were going in the tribe. So we were trying... For, my, for me, the priority was always strong tribe. Try not to go to tribal council and then second to that was okay who's you know who's got knives out in the dark for me and so immediately coming out of the uh the justine vote seeing one vote vote break the other way figuring out that it was probably kayla that was something where i said okay well kayla is now a threat to me and also she's not playing for the tribe she wasn't thinking about where we were going in ahead at least in conversations that we were having as a group that she, we were having together and i still made an effort to talk to her try to be like hey like where are you thinking about what's your game plan? Uh, and so for me, I felt that I was, and you know, maybe this is, it was complacency. I felt solid with uh, Craig. I felt solid with Malone, uh, Haley. You'll see in the, you saw in the episode, I was a little trepidatious yes. about, but I felt that we had three votes. So even if we ran into some trouble, you know, at least I'm sitting with the majority of uh, the voting power in the, in the tribe at the time. How much of like a tribe talking point was it um, Kayla going to look for these like idols um, when really she was just going to the bathroom or doing drugs? <laughs> I mean, either one of you can answer quite a bit, I feel like. Uh, she yeah, was noticeably was... absent for a lot of the discussion. Um, and especially knowing that she was the one that had the idol clue, it just seemed like. And, and that she might be nervous that she's on the block because she was on the other side of the boat. It just like, it seemed like, well, she's got to be looking for an idol. Um, and so, I mean, if anyone's not around, you, you have to just say, oh, you have to assume, especially when they're gone for that long and you can't reach them and they show up two minutes before the vote. Yeah. I totally get it. Uh, um, we do go, sorry, go ahead, Conrad. Uh, it's probably, I think with Justine, like Justine was the last person to regroup after the first time we went to tribal. And that was just, one of the things we're like, hey, what did everyone do at uh, the challenge? You know, I got a ball or someone set up a slingshot. Oh, did Justine do anything? Not necessarily. Uh, you know, and it's not our fault. It was obviously like a, a very scattered challenge. But like when you're making snap decisions like that, being last to, you know, tell your side of the story is often quite fatal. 
Certainly. Yeah. No, um, I think a lot of the time in Survivor, you kind of see whoever is the last name said, that's the person who goes home. Um, I imagine that that was kind of the case for this vote, where for most of the time it was Kayla and kind of in the last five to 10 minutes, it switched to Conrad before uh, he was taken out. Um, Kendall, um, and I'll, I'll pose this question to the audience as well. So you can post a comment in YouTube chat. We'll bring it up. Kendall, do you have any questions for, for Malone or Conrad? I do actually. Um, we saw when Haley was casting uh, her vote um, that she mentioned uh, a comment at the last minute that Conrad made about um, like a boys alliance on on the tribe. And, you know, we saw that uh, Malone, you know, er, in a previous conversation with Haley uh, was trying to assure assure her that it wasn't turning it. There wasn't uh, boys alliance being formed. So Conrad um yeah, what was your like? What's your recollection of how that how that boys boys group put, like comment played out, and it, and what influence do you think that had on on her vote? I, I saw the edit on that. I personally don't think it was something that I had been like, yeah, it's going to be the guys. But kind of how we talked through kind of the voting pattern of you know tribe uh, swap one was okay. It's Justine. We're aligned as you know we should be aligned as a tribe. Oh, there's a break vote that break vote happened to be Kayla. I had conversations with Haley at that time and I said straight to the camera, I feel like Haley is likely to flip. I don't actually think she's on side to do this. And it wasn't anything about gender. It was about like for me, I felt paranoid with Knives in the Dark. If you're not you know, 100% in camp, then I'm gonna not feel great about it because I've already seen that I've got a target on my back walking in. So if it was Malone or Craig in that same boat, I think that would be where I would also feel, you know, uncomfortable. I don't think that it had anything to do with, you know, who she was. It was rather what she did and how she talked. Yeah, I, I can vouch for Conrad on that one. Um, like it was never the the alliance between Conrad, Craig, and I was never. Um, yeah, the guys are going to stick together. Um, but when we made the first, we just happened to have that first conversation, and then. At one point, Conrad said, um, like, just like to brief, you know, abbreviate the, the conversation, basically said, like, oh, like the guys will do this and whatever. And I maybe leaned into that a little bit when talking to Haley. Um, and it, so just more of your subtle manipulation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is one that I do, I, I feel bad. We, Conrad actually, we, we talked during the weekend actually about it um to like go over just to make make sure like you know and i i, I talked to Haley afterwards as well but um yeah i uh and and i was very conscientious that regardless of what the reasons were voting for whoever was i was conscientious that you know i didn't want to be the guy that just picked off all the women on their tribe um i think after season two there was a lot of um consciousness among a lot of the cast of Hey, let's not do this whole gender thing again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Like, not, not for any like social reasons. I just don't want to be derivative, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, we do, uh, Kendall. Do you have any any other questions? Um, no, let's do Keegan's. I might, if we have time, I might have another one. That's but great. Yeah, Keegan, go for it. So we do have a question from Keegan, brains tribe captain, in the chat here. Form alone. How much did the idle excuse play into your decision versus relationships slash the tides shifting? Um. I, d I would say, regardless of the idle situation, I think the tides would have shifted anyways. 
Um, I would say that's probably more the dominant factor. Um, it was very convenient and very motivating for me to include the idle stuff in. Um, but I think the writing was already on the wall. People were already kind of looking at Conrad. Um, and I just, that would be, I think, what really drove the vote versus me saying Conrad has the idol kind of thing. Makes sense. Um, just a real quick question, and I don't want to harp on your gameplay or anything here, Conrad. Um, there was a certain point um, when the four of you were talking, basically the four of you minus Kayla, you, uh, Malone, Craig, and Haley, where you were like, yeah, if she does find the idol, we'll just split the votes to tie it on someone else. Was there like, um, like the forethought of like, oh, hey, everyone else is already here. Who are we going to split the vote on? Like, what are we going to tell people right now if that question comes up? No, it was, it was definitely just kind of like, um, I think, and then this is like the same issue I ran into, I think last season as well, was I felt secure enough in my own social position at the tribe that I was starting to think post-merge. I was starting to think in this case, post-swap, what do we need to do next? How do we as Bellinis survive in the previous case? How did we as Yam survive? And so there was a, a sense of complacency behind, yeah, okay, I think we're okay here. We need to, like, someone's going to go out, didn't think it was going to be me. We should figure out how we were going to, like, work best with the Brain Tribe. I'd already talked to Katie kind of during the challenge and a little bit after. Uh, and, and that's where my brain was. No cross-tribe communication. I do, I do have one more question for you, um, Conrad, before we, we finish up here. Um, how do you feel like your return went? Do you feel like you learned something from your first time around? Um, do you feel regretful about not bringing in more from your first time? Um, talk to kind of this experience of returning, coming back and kind of falling in the same place that you did the time before. Well, and I was just going to say to my, uh, my question for Conrad was similar because I was having like when the episode where Conrad got eliminated season two um, was like right before that tribal as a production member, I was uh, like following Conrad through conversations that you were having with your tribe. So I was with you right up until uh, right up until the tribal. And so I was like shocked when you got voted out in season two when it was happening. Um, anyway, so yeah, curious about reflections from from past season that you brought into this one. Are we able to flash up my Chiron? Uh, we can't, but I do know that it is jaded and learned nothing off the top of my head. And so I don't think that's changed. Um, definitely, like, still very jaded and clearly, like, the same mistake that got me out in two, now three, uh, was definitely just repeated almost the same way where I thought that I was in with the group and then... Uh, it was co-opted and turned, not necessarily by Megan this time, but, you know, by an ally. But still, it was just getting complacent, thinking too far ahead, and assuming that I was safe. And that's really just super fatal in this game. Um, you know, for the rest of the game, I, I'm not going to talk about it because it hasn't aired. But, you know, I, the egg, I think... The I, egg is certainly coming, yeah. The egg is um, coming, and all I will say. Um, Malone and Conrad, do you have anything else you want to say before we, uh, before Kendall and I wrap things up? I, 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 I have the page of notes, but, uh, <laughs> we'll save that for the, the five hour deep dive after the season ends. Sounds good. Um, I just did want to say that I really <laughs> had no idea about Bomi having an idle clue to send 
directly after the challenge where I completely iced him out. <laughs> if I had just been like, look at my box, Bomi, I could have had three idols. <laughs> and maybe yeah, we would have been better at that challenge too. <laughs> yeah, you should have just listened to it. A bone to pick. I said this in the chat during the episode, but you and Kayla talking about Malone was the first one out and he didn't get any. I got two matches. <laughs> two matches in the game, which is the same amount you did. And I, I, I just wanted Malone. Kayla at that time to feel comfortable. I don't think I don't think you have ground to stand on when you're complaining about subtly manipulating a vote towards you. <laughs> Conrad, do you have anything to say before we, we close things out here? Uh, I mean, you know, like it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think there's still a lot more content to come, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Certainly. Um, thank you both for joining us here. Um, Kendall. Oh, hold on. I removed Kendall and kept Malone. Kendall. Yes. <laughs> you, before, uh, before we get into kind of the closing stuff here, um, I do have two things I want to talk about with you. Firstly, we have a swap coming next episode based on our, our next time on Survivor Calgary. Um, anything you're kind of anticipating with this swap? Any kind of dynamics that you want to see play out? Um, I would like to see the complete uh, dissolution of the Braun tribe. <laughs> like not dissolution of the tribe, but I would love to see that chaos pushed into even more chaos. So whatever happens there, um, the part of me that loves reality TV I can, would love I can to see. I certainly promise you chaos with these swap episodes. <laughs> okay, I promise you that much. Yes, I don't want to see unity there. And it's just, it feels like we're right on the like, on the edge of seeing some some shit happen there. So I'm excited for that. Um, but I don't really know what to expect. I don't, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a blank slate. I'm just keen to see, yeah, how it goes. All right. And then the main event here. Mm -hmm. player of the week kendall okay i stole your crown to yet another player i before before we get into your choice because your choice is the official choice i do have some shortlist candidates okay that i would like to bring to you yeah first i would like to bring up keegan as a potential shortlist candidate for being able to be one of these captains the only captain currently at this point who has found himself at the center of his tribe um in addition to finding an idol very impressive Mm -hmm. um secondly as a player of the week uh candidate i would like to bring up uh malone once again um subtly manipulating the vote finding himself in a majority making sure everyone on the tribe is aligned again very impressive impeccable gameplay from him so far we'll see if he can keep it up um and my third shortlist candidate that i would like to bring up is maybe a little bit unconventional but we did talk about him a little bit earlier bomi is clearly killing it on the edge um, has not let getting voted out first take any sort of impact in how he's approaching the game. So I'd like to hear kind of your your input on on who's who's the star of this episode. Love the shortlist. I have no notes on that shortlist. I think if I could pick three, those are definitely definitely the top three. But you pick and one. yes, and I'm going to. And I do think I'm glad that I'm glad that we. Uh, or that you brought up um, Malone's gameplay. I think like I was, again, very impressed by the end of the episode around um, just like the ability to, I feel like I couldn't lie in that, that in that like convincing of a way, that compelling of a way um, and, and get away with it in the way that he did. So I think that was great. But 
but I do my, my player of the week was Keegan. I think that it was um, not as like overtly explicitly as incredible of an episode for him. But I think the fact that he is the only um, captain of the, like you said, the only captain of a tribe at this point who is not in either has not been voted out or is like in a really, really precarious spot with his, uh, with his tribe, I think is, uh, speaks a lot to his skill as a player and as a captain and his like understanding of the game. And I think, you know, him finding the, uh, him finding the idol was, you know, it's a good, it was a good episode for him. So, uh, Keegan is the player of the week and, this has nothing at all to do with the fact that Keegan and I had COVID together and were isolation I think buddies. It does. I think it does. I think there's a little bit of voter fatigue as well. I'm not biased. I would have given it to Malone, but that doesn't matter what I think. Congratulations to Keegan for yeah. player of the week. Very nicely done. Um, good job. Uh, Kendall, anything you want to say before we wrap things up here for our EP3 recap? Mm, I'm good. Thanks for having me, Cole. Anything from you? Uh, no, I, I guess, uh, tune in on Sunday, uh, which would be April. Oh God. Calendar April 9th for our next episode, the swap. Um, I believe the link is already up. Uh, it's called to be a hot dog. Um, and right after the episode, uh, Kendall and I will be discussing with the latest boot. Um, and one other person who's kind of key to that episode. Um, just like we did here. Thanks everyone for joining. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Peace. Cool. See ya.